Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com hey folks it's matt zachary and welcome to vax on a weekly segment of my podcast out of patience right here on the off script network hey i'm alora nanos i'm a lawyer a journalist a mom of a teenage narcoleptic and a professional big mouth lou and i go back 30 years as best friends and we're here to have fun and bring you a layperson's guide to what the hell just happened this week in healthcare as America gets its vax on and shows COVID the door. We're here together to learn, complain, and include you in the conversation. So join us on Twitter at VaxOnPod and share your stories and grievances using the hashtag VaxOn. All right, Matt, let's get at it. Hey, here we are. We are not the people who just provided you with that delightful intro. We, we instead are, are friends of those people. Yes. We are business partners of those people. We are lifelong friends of those people, That's true. respectively. Yes. I'm not a Laura. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Stephanie. Stephanie what? Santoriello. Oh my gosh, it's so good to have you here. I am Andrew McDowell, the co-founder and COO of Offscript Health. Good friend, very good friend of Matthew Zachary, who normally occupies this seat. Yes. We're going to do our very best to Ugh. catch you up on everything that's happening, or at least many things that are happening relative to COVID-19, vaccines, and all of the shenanigans associated therewith. Yes, exactly. Big shoes to fill. Very big shoes. Yeah, big seat. Matt must be a size 14 or something. <laughs> exactly. I'm swimming in these things. <laughs> Oh, thanks for having me. It is great to have you here. Yes. How are you doing? How has this week been for you? Has COVID yeah. touched your life? N well, n not in a uh, sickly way, but it has uh, impacted my travels. So I went to uh, travel to Salzburg with my mom and daughter. So in order to go to Europe, there's a lot that you need to make sure that like all your ducks are in a row. However, nobody cares. So, you know, we all got our PCR tests. No one looked. I was like flailing this piece of paper. Like, somebody please check this code. My no. ducks are in a row. Look at them. <laughs> Look at all these ducks. They're trotting across the street. Exactly. They're swimming. There's bread coming. Nothing. <laughs> Nobody cared. Then in order to come back to the States, you need to make sure that you are COVID negative. Yes. You need to get like a virtual test. So we did all of that. You know, so that kind of like ends the trip. Yeah, just these on dull, lame 
biological <laughs> bureaucratic thuds. Yeah. Well, it's I get it, except that we traveled through England, which doesn't have any restrictions anymore. That's the living the living with COVID. Yes, program exactly, <laughs> which we shall touch on in a bit. Yes, but um, you know, so the whole point of being negative in Salzburg, but then I was on trams and and the like, traveling in in Heathrow, and then what? Well, well, huh? So you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's that. Uh, what else? I don't know. You know, just interesting nonsense in the COVID world it's true it's yeah. true how about you yeah i mean it is um temporarily anyway and for uh a period of time that is setting a world record for our family anyway uh it's settling into the background a bit mm -hmm. Good. um you know however uh my wife has uh an, a very irritating head cold mm. and um that is something that we didn't experience during, right. during the pandemic. And it's, of course, because the masks have come off yeah. in most locales right. and locations. And so that's kind of an unwelcome return. I know. That wasn't something I was in love with. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I assume that I'll be getting this charming illness <laughs> I'm myself so glad soon. we're sharing the room. Yes. But we have, <laughs> we have however... We, <laughs> Well, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm being very careful not to uh, not not to breathe with too much uh, gusto. Gusto. Yeah. This is uh, some gustoless breathing I'm doing <laughs> out of concern for you, Stephanie. Well, thanks. I really I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and so, uh, basically, it's we've we've tested to make sure that this cold is not COVID. It is mm -hmm. not COVID, and uh, I guess we'll see what happens next. Yeah. Well. I guess nothing. Hopefully, will be nothing. If if it's negative, then it's negative. Negative stays negative, yeah. right? Yeah. That being said, I mean, uh, COVID keeps on innovating, doesn't mm -hmm. it? It certainly does. It's a great morpher. The great morpher. It, <laughs> it keeps on uh, diving into all of those deluded, unvaccinated bodies, mm -hmm. and uh, it innovates. It, it's yeah. It certainly. mutates. It creates new versions of itself. It's, right. It's, Very clever. It's bound and determined. It certainly is. To get this right. <laughs> it's got a lot of letters left. Yeah. And uh, and it's it's fortunate to have so many people out there willing to serve up their bodies as the nurseries for its creativity. <laughs> oh, they're so thoughtful. They really are. <laughs> Generous souls. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So wh where are we? I understand you have, you have the goods when I it comes do. to... The uh, headlines, oh, the COVID nineteen headlines. Yes, I am. I'm newsworthy. Yes, you I'm, showed up. <laughs> I certainly did with, with a, some facts and a stapler <laughs> and a pen. I've got it all. You're, you're ready for your first day of school. <laughs> Look at me. So uh, the first segment we get to talk about is a man, a generous man in Germany, oh. who uh, got almost ninety COVID shots. Uh, and he sold. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> this man got almost 90 COVID shots. Right. That's 30 times more than I've gotten. That's a lot of, lot of pricks. Yeah. Sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. He's like Swiss cheese now. Okay. So I heard that correctly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Go you on. are correct. So the reason he did that was so that he can sell forged vaccination cards and with real vaccine batch numbers. So he didn't want to be too too false 
So he got the real deal cards, except the fake deal person. Huh. <laughs> yes. So he made this his job. And, uh, you know, there's like 87 people out there with these. Uh, I could thank him for their, you know, forged cards. So a German man. Yes. Got- 90 COVID shots (laughs) in order to cash in on selling vaccination cards to people who had not been vaccinated. That's correct. Like, so people in Germany who are hoping to uh, use their vaccine card to enjoy public life and, and go to places and theaters and stores, they can do that now thanks to Swiss cheese German man. Swiss cheese German man. Yes, with all of his vaccination holes. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, this is insane that he's that he got away with it for that long. Um, nobody like uh, noticed until he happened to come back to back days to the same location, and someone was like, "This guy's familiar." Yeah, he he lost track of where he was going. He got lazy. <laughs> he let down his guard. Yeah, or maybe he was like glowing, or his like third armpit from his 90 vaccines was a giveaway there's got to be somebody he's got to look his third armpit yeah so yeah getting 90 covid shots health warning from yes, stephanie exactly it's can very give medical. you a third armpit it could you it know could. you don't want to be too, you got to be careful you do you know it's true it's true <laughs> so i guess there's an observation here this person mm-hmm. having been arrested mm-hmm. is i'm guessing based on the fact that he was arrested yes. still alive oh, yes um that's probably a, that's a good healthy? observation i guess so maybe probably, maybe he's probably, uber healthy I, I assume that in this news story it's not mentioned whether or not he uh is is feeling ill yeah, I guess he's okay. Swiss cheese third armpit German man <laughs> has kept the German authorities busy tracking down all the fake COVID-19 passports he's oh, been my handing goodness. out. But, you know, I suppose that one question you could ask mm-hmm. is, do all, you know, does person number 90, mm-hmm. does the person receiving uh, vaccination pass number 90 mm-hmm. not pause and think to themselves, Maybe I should just get the shot. Yeah. I mean, this guy has gotten the shot 90, <laughs> 90 times, times. And he's pretty much and okay. He was able to hand this thing to me. That's right. And cash the check or See? whatever yeah. the means of, of of transferring funds was. So, you know, it, it's, I'm it's just- I'm thinking cash, probably. Yeah. The evidence, it's probably cash. <laughs> but, you know, you never the know. guy did show up at the same place two days in That's a row. True, so maybe he's it? not too sharp. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe he's got maybe. COVID brain. <laughs> maybe. Well, this man in Germany, I I would like to know more about him. I'd like to know how healthy he is. Yes, me um, too. I'd like to know if he's being studied. Yeah, I mean, at least let's let's make some use out of this. Yes, I'll say he's yeah. he's super boosted. I mean, yeah. this guy's the word boost doesn't even apply anymore. This I guy's, know this guy's jacked. He's like when you got have those sneakers that have springs in them. This is this guy. Yeah, he's he's, he's mean, like self propelled. Just you know, really goes fast down the street. <laughs> he really goes fast out that, that's why he did it so he's a very fast man yes who is swiss cheese right. he's got a third armpit so. my god yeah so how how are things set up in germany right now um, i mean why, why do people want these passports so badly um well just so that they can uh you know have access to public life and venues like restaurants and 
swimming pools and workplaces and, you know, all the places that you want to go in uh, public. And so, I don't know. My goodness. Yeah. Well, these measures are pretty strict. Uh, Do we have any indication of, of how well they're working in Germany? Hmm. Well, um, Germany has seen uh, high infection numbers for weeks, it says, uh, but the restrictions are being lifted. So um, masks aren't required. They're not required in grocery stores and most theaters, but it's still mandatory in public transportation. So, you know. How are the numbers looking? Are they going up? Um, It said here that the uh, agency reported 74,000 new COVID infections in one day, while less than a week ago it reported um, 111 thousand daily infections. Overall, Germany has registered 130,000 COVID-19 deaths. And you know, that's, so 130,000 deaths. Yeah. I mean, the, you're getting angry. I mean, we, we, we're accustomed mm-hmm. to laughing about how strange this new reality is. Mm-hmm. And now we're sort of leaving it behind us because we are absolutely exhausted with it and we can perhaps be forgiven for that Mm -hmm. but but still that's 130,000 people who died in Germany yeah in a couple of years yeah it's really sad it truly is and uh and there are people who are trying to get around the system designed to prevent that right exactly like what are you denying you're not (laughs) right (laughs) well listen Oh my god! I know it's it's nuts. It's well, the nuts. whole show is about COVID nineteen, so I suppose there's no escaping it. What's up? What's up now? What's next, <laughs> well, next Stephanie? You, what What do you oh, have in your bag of joy? You, um, <laughs> exactly. That's what I come. It's a satchel. <laughs> oh boy! So this is interesting because you know, like I said, I just traveled to Europe, and although uh, England was not my destination, I did re- uh, had a layover flight, which was a disaster in Heathrow. And, you know, if you want to limit your exposure to people without masks, don't have a connecting flight in Heathrow, maybe. But, you know, uh, hindsight. Noted. (laughs) So like we landed, we're in Terminal B, then the the board says go to Terminal A, then Terminal C. We literally were all, I should have uh, clocked my my Fitbit (laughs) or whatever, my uh, pedometer. But you know, that's a lot of different trams, a lot of different escalators and elevators. And we were all over the place. And so no masks anymore there, even on the public transportation, you know, within the airport. So, yeah, in the UK, COVID's on the rise. Shocker. Yes. Yeah, this is this is the doi moment of <laughs> of uh, this is the second segment doi moment. Yes. So basically, um, uh, COVID-19 in the UK has reached record levels. It's uh, with about one in 13 people estimated to be infected with the virus in the past week alone. So uh, that's a lot of people, one in 13. This latest surge is Omicron variant BA2, and that's the uh, dominant variant across the UK. Um, Of course, this is coming off the heels of uh, Boris Johnson's great living with COVID plan, and (laughs) more and more people are going to be living with COVID. Um, So, yeah. That's uh, that's where we're standing right now with the with the UK. My goodness. Yeah, I think I always go back to uh, hospitalization levels, mm-hmm. right? Right. The there's there's another line that you cross when it begins to become clear that you're about to run out of emergency beds. Right. To me, that's kind of the t- statistic that that really should guide 
our decision right. about whether or not we're going to shut things down, especially now that we have a vaccine. Yeah, of right? course. Uh, as well as as well as well uh, other measures that can be taken after you do catch it. Right. right. Um, and so I'd be very curious to know about uh, how, how things are looking in the UK when it comes to uh, the availability of hospital beds. That might be something that we need to look up. Oh, that would be something good to to, to find out. It, it says, you know, hospitalizations and death rates are rising again. Right. Um, although the number of people dying is still relatively low compared with earlier. Um, it's still, you know, the more and more people contracting it. The way that I think about this, and I'm certainly welcome to input. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear from our, our listeners about whether or not you think this is wrongheaded. Yeah. But um, I don't think that we should stop thinking about this after hearing what the infection rate is, mm-hmm. what the what the positive uh, test result rate right. is. Uh, we should also know a little bit more about the impact of the variant. Mm-hmm. Is it is it in fact threatening to overstuff our hospitals and make them unusable right. to people who need them for other purposes right, as well. Right, of course. My sense is that is that, that hospital-oriented stat mm-hmm. is, a, is a great master stat for us to be following right. when it comes to deciding whether or not we need to shut down society again. Yeah. But, I, I mean, if it's, if it's something so simple as wearing a mask on public transportation... Like, why wouldn't we? Oh, sure. You know, that just was seemed so loosey goosey after like tra- my the rules to travel were so like, str- I mean, so many emails I got from British Airways and Lufthansa because we took different airlines. And it was like uh, I was worried that we were going to get stopped somewhere that I didn't have the right paperwork or the right app uploaded and downloaded and uh, you know, it was it was like really crazy. But then to go to England and it really did not nothing mattered. Um, well, now look at the stats, right? It, exactly. It, it, it's obviously that it, <laughs> that it matters. You know, those things in place are in pl- were in place for a reason. And right. now, you know, um, let's see this. Uh, James Naismith, the biology professor at the University of Oxford, uh, said he believed that except for those who are completely shielded or not susceptible to the virus, most people in the country would likely be infected by the BA2 variant by the summer. Um, this is literally living with the virus by being infected with it. So, you know, like we're not seeing the number of deaths, but but still, do we, you know, do we want it? Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't want it in my body. I want right. to go seeking it out. <laughs> well, the other thing I wanted to mention about um, these Omicron variants is that there is now a, like under the Omicron umbrella is another uh, variant which is called uh, this XE. Wasn't there a version of Windows named Windows XE? <laughs> I think it's starting maybe. to sound like operating systems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is as of uh, March 22nd. It's a combination of the BA1 and the BA2. Those are both Omicron strains, and now they've made an Omicron baby. They named it XE. It's like uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So uh, I'm not looking forward to hearing more about this other very uh, contagious, you know, strain. Right. Well, it, if, <laughs> it's coming. If, if we're going to jam up our hospitals again, if it's looking like we're heading in that direction, mm-hmm. then then I will mask up again and right. I will start hiding from other people again. Yeah. Because uh, at that point, it's no longer about me. Right. I like the security of the mask. Like when, when I was 
traveling. I mean, it, you know, sometimes I'm wearing it outside by mistake because I'm still like I forgot that I had it on. Um, but, you know, I especially traveling with my mom and my daughter and we're on like the bus that's traveling from the gate to the to the plane. You know, everybody's all naked faced. Uh, like I don't like it. I don't either. <laughs> I don't like your naked face. I don't like your naked face. And with that, <laughs> we're going to do some ads. All right. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> With our naked faces on full display. What else is going on? What oh, else do you have in your bag of joy? My bag of joy contains a sermo pole. Oh, this let's time have for the sermo pole. A sermo moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have this fantastic partnership with an amazing organization called CERMO, which is a social network for doctors where doctors all over the world exchange information about diagnoses. They share information about uh, their lifestyles mm -hmm. and, and, and what, it, what it's like to be a doctor. And they also answer these polls for us on yes. a weekly basis. Doctors all over the world take our questions and they answer them. So what did we ask them this That's week? So fantastic. So uh, today we asked them about, we, this week we asked them about the BA2 Omicron subvariant. Um, it's behind, of course, like we just said, the current surge in uh, Europe. The World Health Organization just or announced that BA2 is now the dominant strain around the world. It is more contagious than BA1, the original Omicron variant. But health officials believe the thousands of people who have been infected by BA1 will have some level of immunity due to the similarities between the two strains. So we ask, ready? I'm ready. Are you excited? This is this is doctors all, all over, over the, the world, world answering right. this question. Yes. Intriguing. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing service. So it's, uh, the first question is, do you have patients infected with the BA2 variant? What do you think? Doctors all over the world, mm -hmm. not just in Europe. Right. Uh, I'm going to guess that... 
it is more heavily weighted toward yes than I'd like, but still not a majority. You are correct. Gold star on question number one. So it's 45% yes, they have uh, patients infected with BA2 and 55% no. And that equals 100. (laughs) 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 So that's that's that. Um, Rock solid in statistics. That's you. That's what that's, I'm known for my math. That's why they call you Stephanie Statistics. Yes, that's no one has ever said that. <laughs> it's on the record. Oh, now, well, now that you said it, maybe it's right. Maybe it's true. So, our next question was Are the patients who are infected with the BA2 variant of COVID 19 showing more severe symptoms or more mild symptoms? What say you and the doctors around the world? More severe symptoms or more mild symptoms? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess mild symptoms. You are correct by the 1% margin. So we have, so 11% are having more severe symptoms. So that stinks. Um, 40% are having more mild symptoms. So that's encouraging. 39% are having the same symptoms. And then 10% are asymptomatic. So those lucky ducks out there that are spreading unknowingly. Delightful. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Our next question in the poll is... In your professional opinion, are the current vaccines effective against the BA2 variant? What say you? There is almost always roughly a third of any population uh-huh. that um, earns my uh, utter condemnation. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to guess that roughly a third of doctors, uh-huh. just like any other population, wow. fail to answer this question in the affirmative. That's so interesting because I would have just assumed that they would all, yeah, why would I assume that? You it's know, a population. You know what they say about, you know, making an assumption. <laughs> so uh, you are correct. 71% yes, vaccines are effective toward against uh, BA2 and 29% say no. Wow. Yeah. You're really good at this. I, uh, yes, I would, I, I'm still waiting to be wrong about that. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to do about this? I third? don't know. That's, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Go back in time and do a better job of educating them. Yeah. I suppose. Uh, I guess. Good luck with that in your time machine. I'm, 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 I'm working on it. All right. When I'm not recording podcasts, I'm working on a time machine Perfect. for this very purpose. Yes. I'll give you an update next week. Gonna go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? It's an, Oh, of course I do. It's an SNL reference from... Uh, oh, I see. Um, Gonna go back in time. I don't know. Yes, I say it a there lot. There was a character who just would not stop singing that song. <laughs> yes, it was... Um, oh, I think it was Kevin Nealon, I'm gonna say. That sounds good. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say it was him. All right. So next is, uh, do you believe that reducing COVID restrictions is a good idea right now? What do you think they said? I, around the world. Around the world. Well, that that's kind mm. of a weird question to ask such a large pool of people. Yes. Because the answer has to vary from place to place. You're right. It does. So guessing once again from across the world, mm-hmm. I suppose that the answer would be No. Uh, know that reducing COVID restrictions- Is it a good idea? I think the answer would probably be no. Okay. So 59% said yes. Oh. And 41% said no. So isn't that, mm, isn't that interesting? It's, it's relatively interesting. Yeah. This is where, of course, I want to, you know, figure out what the, what the geographic distribution of the respondents was. Right. 
Well, we could do that next. We'll get the map and pins. We'll do that. And the thread and the, like Homeland. We can make like a whole bulletin board. <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> okay. I'm down with that. Right after. I'm clearing my calendar. All right. Sounds good. I'll get the yarn. <laughs> so um, now this is a very interesting follow-up question. Do you be- expect that BA2 will lead to another surge of COVID in your area or region? Who's going to say no to that? Hmm. I mean, maybe somebody who's not sure what the word surge means. Right. But of course, there's going to be an increased, right? Yeah. That'd be the answer. Of course. 76% said yes, and then of course, and then your 24% said no. Our friends over there. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's interesting that a majority of doctors want restrictions lifted, but yet they know it's going to c- cause another surge. Yeah, so there, I mean, got to be some make... some respondents who feel both ways, I suppose. That's very. Although you know, we're talking about a surge in positive test results, but mm. if if the hospitals don't fill up, right. If people aren't getting seriously ill, that's true. Then I think that could account for those two answers. Right. Yeah. Then you could be okay with it both ways. I think so. All right. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we we it if, is if, it it, is. if it is indeed just the flu, right. You know, if we get to the point where it is actually just the flu. Right. Then I suppose we can treat it. Right. Like the flu. Right. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're right. And the Sermo poll is right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sermo, for that Sir moment. Yes. For that picture, that window into the thinking of doctors across the world. Yeah, it's, it's really great that you get to ask those questions. It is a privilege. Yeah. Okay, so now this third segment, are you ready for this? <laughs> you don't know if you're ready. I don't know what it is yet, I know. but I feel ready. <laughs> oh, well, I went to Broadway show this week for the first time since, and I love going to theater. What did you see? Six. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we want to we wanna bring our daughter in particular. Yes, yeah. Uh, she'll, yeah, she'll definitely enjoy it. And it's the perfect 75-minute show with no intermission, Oh, which I like in general because I get sometimes a little, you know, jimmy legs. I got to stretch and stuff. And here, there's no need because by the time you need a stretch, the whole thing's over. Spectacular. Yeah. Um, And there was, you know, nice checking of vaccines required, of course, before entering and you get a stamp and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then we all wore our masks inside. Peace so, of mind. Yes. Which is great because you're really on top of everybody. Yes. You know, it's like super, super tight. Yes. Yes. But, you know, nice that Broadway is back, except for poor Macbeth. Oh. Uh, yeah. Macbeth is the on. The Scottish po- play. Yes, exactly. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe the problem is that somebody said Macbeth. That's what I said. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll bet no one else has said that. I bet we're the only ones that know about that, <laughs> that superstition. So, um, yeah. So basically, uh, Daniel Craig, who is playing the, the Scottish king. Oh. Uh, yeah. So he is. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. Well, it's cool if he gets to do it. Yes, it is. And they're running out of time because they need to have opening night happen in a certain time so that they c- so it could be eligible for the Tonys. Oh, goodness. Yes. Yeah, so he's got to get. Healthy right away. Oh, man. Yeah. So and stop spreading his COVID. So basically, uh, Daniel Craig, who is starring in the title role of Macbeth, tested positive. And so the um, production was canceled at, through April 8th. So that's... Uh, Clock is com- ticking. Yes. So pretty soon, hopefully, they'll get to open up again. 
Um, but, you know, coronavirus cases are rising here as well. Here in New York. And, yes, here in New York. And so uh, several Broadway performers have tested positive. And the problem in this show is that it's uh, so new they have not, the understudies are not ready yet. Mm. So they can't, you know, you have to cancel if you can't have somebody fill in your spot. My goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. But this, <laughs> I'm, I'm a superstitious person anyway. And so, you know, this whole slap the Chris Rock slap you know he he congratulated uh, Denzel on his Macbeth performance right before his unfortunate slappage oh yeah so basically like this is really a big thing I'm glad we're not in a theater right now because I'd be I don't know what I'd be crossing my fingers and whatnot and <laughs> throwing water and <laughs> whatever, whatever I don't know maybe this maybe this will help yeah. Stephanie break break a leg <laughs> thank does you. that help yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe. I think I fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. So that's what, isn't that, isn't that a weird coincidence? I'll say. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know. Just say the Scottish play. Everybody will know. And then you're, and then you're safe. Then you're safe. You know, yeah, it's, see, this it's, would be a good time machine moment. It's just like masking. It's exactly. <laughs> so you're going to build your time machine. We're going to go back in time and. Chris Rock yeah. will say Scottish play. Yeah. yeah, one thing, there, there's one thing that's really complicated <laughs> and hard, and that is to properly educate a third of humanity. Right. But then all we have to do after that uh -huh. is we have to encourage Chris Rock to uh -huh. say the Scottish play. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. So, um, you know, all the Broadway workers and actors, everybody in the Broadway theater is required to be fully vaccinated. But as we know, that doesn't mean you don't can't catch it. So that's, you know, that's the situation over there. It's a, it's a, it's a nail biter. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I know what's going to yeah, happen. This, this coming Friday, uh, tomorrow, for uh -huh. all of you listening to this episode right now, tomorrow, we will know whether or not uh, the Scottish play the Scottish <laughs> was able to reopen on Broadway. I know. Will they slip an understudy in? I don't one know. One who was supposedly unprepared. Right. And oh has since really studied. All eyes on Broadway. Right. If the show is not able to open... I think that uh, I speak for the rest of Offscript Health when I when I say that uh, the comparatively safe format of remotely produced podcasts mm -hmm. is available to you. <laughs> yes. We welcome you to Offscript Health to that would perform be the play, Daniel, known as the Scottish play. Right, Ruth, Ruth and Daniel, come on over, Lady Macbeth. Just you know, we're here very, for you. We are. It's very cozy here. Best of luck, Daniel. Yeah, I know. I hope everybody gets well soon and they can have their performances and. Uh, he's yeah. one of our most vocal listeners. Is he? <laughs> he's always he's always praising Vaxon he in is? the press. Yes. He's Benoit Blanc voice. Oh yes, I've heard. I've heard. Have, you, have you seen Knives Out? Uh oh no, you know I don't think I've seen that. Well, now you have to. Oh, you got to see it tonight. That, All right. that movie is wonderful. Yes. Oh, I, I look forward Benoit to Benoit Blanc. Oh. He actually has this accent. Oh, really? <laughs> in the movie. It's quite unsettling <laughs> and unexpected. Is that... He uh, plays the private detective Benoit Blanc. From New Orleans? Yes. <laughs> well, listen, he's a good actor. It's not easy to do those accents. I think perhaps I shall end this podcast <laughs> by speaking like Benoit Blanc. <laughs> I'm it, so sad It that has I, been a pleasure I'm, doing I'm, this podcast with you, it, Stephanie. It certainly has. <laughs> I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. <laughs> now I need a 
Benet, be- beignet. Be- <laughs> That's all for now. If you like Facts On, be sure to subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on social, and tell all your friends to listen. Tell us your shit show of a healthcare story by leaving a message for us at 855-AUDIO-66, and we might just use it in a future show. Vaxon is a product of Offscript Health. We are a healthcare engagement company built for patients and caregivers by patients and caregivers. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Andrew McDowell. Our senior producer is Brianna Seely. Our hosts are Matthew Zachary and Alora Nanos. It is recorded, mixed, and edited by Brianna Seely. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscriptnot.com. That's media at offscript.com. For more information, visit offscript.com.